Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Laura and John Cluck about their vacation elopement at Luau Point at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they decided to elope to Walt Disney World, how they planned everything, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Laura and John. Thank you so much for having us. We started listening to your podcast when we decided to do a Disney wedding. (laughs) Yes, thank you. This is actually exciting. I'm so glad. (laughs) Now, how did you choose to have a wedding on your vacation as a sort of elopement kind of with two guests when you were at Walt Disney World? It actually started as a thought I had while I was mowing the lawn. Coming from two two pretty big families with, with COVID going on, we weren't sure what was going to be allowed party-wise and, and gathering-wise in the future. And we had this vacation booked for the Food and Wine Festival. Laura always wanted to come down for that. So we had the vacation planned. And cutting the grass one day, I'm like, well, what if we just get married in Disney? And I said it jokingly, I thought at first, and Laura was all for it. So we sent a few emails to the Disney team, and it came back a lot more affordable than than we anticipated. And it just grew from there, and we decided to do it and didn't turn back. That's great. Now, how did your friends and family react when you told them what you were going to do, or did you not tell them? At first, like, they were very upset because they're like, wait a minute, you can't come to your wedding? Like, why not? And it was funny because it was more of our cousins and nephews who were like, I want to go. Like, this isn't fair. But then we decided, like, let's do a Facebook live event for a private group of our friends and family. So we had a select handful that actually was able to watch the ceremony live. And then next year, we're going to do like a celebration of like renewing our vows with family, friends, have the whole shebang at, like locally instead of at Disney. But they, they at first were upset, but then we're kind of like, okay, this is, we can do this as long as we can watch it. That's cool. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about how you actually set up the Facebook Live? Like, did you bring a laptop or use a phone? So it was awesome. So we told the wedding planner what we wanted to do. They set up another table for us. We got a tripod off of Amazon for like 10 bucks, brought our cell phones and created a Facebook event and then just hit play like live stream when we were ready. That's a great idea. How did you end up having two guests? We invited my friend Tyler and, and his girlfriend, Monica. They lived at the time we asked, they lived in downtown Orlando. I I've known Tyler for over a decade now. Uh, We became good friends. And I would visit him, you know, probably yearly, if not more, more than, than once a year in Orlando. So we thought they're local. We didn't know if we needed witnesses or anything. So we extended them that invitation. And then a few months before the wedding, they let us know that they were actually moving to California. 
but he still <laughs> promised he'd be there for wedding day. And lo and behold, Tyler was there. Tyler and Monica were there uh, for us that day. That's fantastic. Now, how did you decide on the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? That was honestly whatever the cheapest was. We wanted to look at where we wanted it, budget-friendly, you know, and we we saw that, you know, if you do it on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, it's going to be a lot more money than compared to a Wednesday. And the time of day, we kind of was like, okay, we don't want it super early in the morning, but we don't want it late at night. We want to have time to still do things, you know, unwind, have drinks somewhere, kind of relax. So that's how we decided Wednesday at noon was going to be the best time for us. Got it. And how did you choose the ceremony venue? I actually grew up going to the Polynesian. I think my first trip out to Disney, I was maybe six years old. So I grew up going to Poly. And then my parents actually went there on their honeymoon. So they're the ones that introduced me to Disney and Polynesian. And I fell in love with it. And we've always stayed at the Polynesian growing up. I know for John, he started going to Disney when he was older, it's funny, he didn't start going until he was in his 20s. And I only went when I was from like six to 16. So he had it as an adult, and I had it as a kid. But we both went to the Polynesian always. So we're like, we have to go there. That's like our home resort. Like we need to go to Polynesian and get married there. That's fantastic. Now, how did you choose an officiant for your event? So what's nice about that is Disney does everything for you. They literally send you everything you need list of officiants, list of like what kind of officiant you want. So we emailed, I think, two different officiants before we got Rev Kev. And like, they were both busy to like, hey, try this person, then try this person. And we got to Reverend Kevin, and he was phenomenal. Like he was amazing and so detailed. He literally sent us a 65 page packet of how do you want your ceremony to go? And we kind of just built on, on it from there. That's great. Did you do any kind of a post-ceremony celebration or a meal? Oh, we did. We So we had downtime from probably after two, once we got back to the beach club where we were staying, we had some downtime till dinner and we actually ate off property. We originally wanted Victorian Alberts and we were really hoping that they were going to be open by the time of the ceremony, but they weren't. So we did book Citricos, but then we did some other research to look for something more intimate, more private. So we actually booked Bull and Bear at the Waldorf Astoria. So we did have dinner there about seven o'clock. So in the meantime, we went down to the pool bar. Yeah, after we came back and, and changed a little bit, went down to the pool bar at the Beach and Yacht Club. So we had a drink there. And then we met Monica and Tyler there at the, the Swan and Dolphin. So we had a couple of before dinner drinks there, and then we made our way over to Waldorf, which I guess is technically on Disney property, you know, inside the Welcome to Disney signs. And then we enjoyed dinner there, which was phenomenal. That's great. Did you guys add a cake to your event? We did. So they were awesome. They're like, hey, by the way, we have a pastry team right on site. So if you want to add a cake, we can. And it was probably one of the best cakes I ever had. Like we had it say happily ever after on it. And they brought it out on a cart that had dry ice and a glowing like disco ball. And it was so colorful. And so they presented it so well for us. Like they could easily just gave us cake at the table, but they made the whole experience so worthwhile. Like it made it magical for us. 
That's cool. Do you have any flavors you would recommend for a Waldorf Astoria cake? So we got the white chocolate ganache with raspberry filling, and it was amazing. That's great. And do you have any menu items you would recommend from your dinner? The steaks. They were amazing. And the lobster mac and cheese. I would say the bacon mac and cheese, but the lobster one was okay. (laughs) Any kind of mac and cheese is okay. (laughs) Exactly. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? Yes. So the timeline was amazing. So we actually had a steamer come in the morning of, so like 7 a.m. it started, and they steamed my wedding dress, his suit, did all that. Then I had fairy tale hair and makeup come, and they started around 8.30 for my hair and makeup. And so while I was getting ready, John went and, go, and like picked up our guests. The limo came for him and Tyler at like, I want to say 10.45. And while they were gone, I got dressed. So John never got to see me in my wedding dress until we did our first look. So the limo came for him. I got dressed. Monica and I met the other the limo to pick us up to go to the Polynesian. We literally were there for maybe five minutes before our, our wedding planner met us at the limo with my bouquet of roses that I had for the wedding day. Then she escorted me out until we were going to do our first look. We did our first look. Then we walked over to where we had Luau Point, where the ceremony was. We did our ceremony, which was maybe 10 minutes long. It was excellent for what we were looking for. And then probably an hour and a half worth of pictures. And it was just, everything was right on schedule. From 12 to 1.30. So you have an hour and a half to do kind of whatever for the ceremony rental. So from the first look started from like 11.15 to 12. So literally we're just, we did our whole first look. We did pictures. And then from 12 to like 12.30, we did our ceremony. We met Reverend Kevin. We went over how we were going to do our entrance. And did the ceremony. Then from 1230 to 1.30, we did more pictures with the wedding planner, with our friends, did all of that. And then they would just bring us back. The limo would take us back to our hotel. And from there, we would change. We had the drinks at the bar. And then we went to dinner. That's great. So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? I think that the most the most important was that location. You know, we did want to stay relatively inexpensive, you know, because it was only really the four of us. We focused on the, the, the less expensive locations. And then at that point broke them down, you know, this would be our A location or our B location because they asked what are the top, I believe three or four locations we wanted it. So the Polynesian was definitely the first on the list location wise, which was most important. Other than that, it, it kind of was pretty easy going from there. You know, we, we took a lot of their recommendations. You know, we had a few webinars with them, and they got a feel for us and what we were looking for, and we kind of trusted them, and it, it, it worked out phenomenally. Really, like, there, it wasn't stressful at all. Like, they did everything for us. We, you know, we met our – we had Hannah, who was our other wedding planner, for all our Zoom calls. And we kind of just told her what we were looking for. You know, we were like, it's small, it's intimate. We don't want to stress about much. So she kind of took us from there. We met our floral arrangement through video call. She was great. I kind of like, we did a Beauty and the Beast theme. So I explained how I want um, white roses with one red rose in the middle. 
And then she kind of took it from there and went off on my dream. So it was really like very laid back for our wedding planning. How long was your planning timeline? Like when did you decide you were going to add this? And then when did you actually go? So the funny part was he actually decided on a Disney wedding before we even got engaged. <laughs> um, we, we knew it was ha- like we knew we were going to get married. So he probably the end of April is when we decided we wanted to do a Disney wedding. And then everything took place in September 15th. So there wasn't much timeline of being like, okay, we really need to stress about this because we were on a time crunch. Okay. And now I need to hear about when he proposed. (laughs) So funny enough, we met during quarantine. We met during the pandemic. Um, He slid into my DMs on Instagram in June of last year. And then in April, he decided he wanted to propose. The issue was the jewelry company where we bought, he got my engagement ring, lost the engagement ring. So, yes. So uh, he told me what happened and he's like, but don't worry. I have three more ordered. You can pick out which one you want. So once I saw the one I wanted, I kind of picked it out. And then that following week when it came in, he proposed through a uh, buffalo chicken wing pizza that was shaped in a heart. epic (laughs) it was amazing yeah it was amazing so from there we're like okay we need to get a dress we need to talk to disney kind of figure everything out from there that's awesome so when you're planning it sounds like everything was really easy and you guys were pretty laid back were there any aspects that were less important where you're like we just don't need that at all where you either saved your money or your effort i think a lot of the the extra options you know we took the basic limo, you know, instead of a carriage or an older style of vehicle. With the location, there there wasn't really much need for a lot of floral. Basically, just the bouquet, the boutonnieres were, were all we got in the floral aspect of it. I know we didn't do videography because we were going to do the live streaming anyways. So we could always have that video for us. So like that was the thing. Like We kind of were like, oh, okay. And we actually had money left over. We didn't go over our budget, so we decided to spend that money on canvas portraits. So once we get our pictures back, we decided to do canvas portraits of what we want to do. Oh, that's great. All right, so what ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? Mine was the first look. The way they set it up for us, he had no idea what I looked like. Not at all. So for me, being able to see him and not see me was super exciting because I was already nervous and excited at the same time. So as soon as I saw him, I had just a wave of relief come over me being like, oh my gosh, we are in Disney World getting married. It was such an amazing feeling. So having that first look was really special. I guess it would be kind of a cop out if I said the same thing. But no, it was. So. I remember, you know, being outside the Polynesian, they had us on that little turf area. So not at Luau Point yet. We're at the turf area right outside the, the back entrance to the resort between, oh, the Dola place, I forget the name of it, and the pool. So I was standing there and, and nobody really thought too much of it. You know, just a guy in a suit standing there with, with a photographer. And then they saw her walk out behind and you just heard the gasps and the people like, oh, there she is. And I couldn't look around, you know, they wouldn't let me turn around. So as it seemed like forever, you know, it seemed like 
almost 10 minutes when in, in actuality it was probably maybe 45 seconds. But there was a group of 25, 30 people standing there. And then, you know, when they finally let me turn around, it, it, it was it was phenomenal. And then just seeing random people there and, and their reactions was was kind of priceless as well. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong with the day or just not turn out like you expected? I think everything went as smooth as we thought it would. It was hot, but, you know, that's that's early fall in, in, in Disney. And, you know, they, they kind of put a little Disney stamp on it by buying us all doll whips for us. You know, at the, at the end, we said we were hot, so they got us that. But <laughs> other than anything going wrong, I think it went as smooth as it could have. That sounds like it went amazingly right. Free Dole Whips? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and was there anything beforehand that seemed like a big deal and then it turned out not to be? The weather. So I probably stressed about it raining on my wedding day for two weeks straight. Every day I would get up, I would check the weather, see the percentage of what it would rain for the day. And it fluctuated. It's Florida. I know this. But I think I like was so stressed about the weather that I was like, okay, when I found I was like, no, it's going to be fine. And even if it does rain, they always provide you a backup uh, place over at Grand Floridian. So it's not the worst thing ever. So that, I think that was my biggest stressor was worrying about the weather for the day. Hmm, yeah. Now, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Maybe had more than 100 days to plan. Um, <laughs> in serious, no, I don't think there is. Just the, the people through... Disney were, were so easy to work with and they got to know us quickly and they put us in good hands and they they laid out the options of, of what we could do and let us go from there. So it was it was phenomenal. Do you have any other tips or advice for future couples, maybe those who are planning an upcoming trip and think, hey, it would be fun to add a little wedding to that? <laughs> <laughs> do what you want. You know, listening to your podcast and and uh, other just information from YouTube, and you hear so many different experiences for people getting married in Disney World, whether it be in a park, whether it be in, in a resort, and your options are endless. So just just do what what you want to do. Don't be afraid to reach out to Disney, and and they'll let you know. You know, they, they could, it's Disney. They can make anything happen with anybody's budget. And we went probably the, the least expensive way possible. And, and it was the best day of our lives, simply put. And I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody. That's wonderful. Basically, just do what makes you happy. It's your wedding day. You know, we're, you're never going to please everyone. But it's what you want is what it comes down to. Whatever makes you happy. And Disney can truly create any of it like they were able to plan a wedding in a four months time span for us like so they can truly make it happen and it's a hundred percent worth it if you're thinking about it even if it's a small wedding we had two people at our wedding it could be small and intimate like we're even thinking about in five years like renewing our vows down there because it was such an amazing time that's awesome well, Laura and John, I think you've both offered a ton of great advice and tips for anyone who's interested in eloping at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you Thank so you. much for having us. We truly appreciate it. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. 
Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>